Hello, welcome to Heart Shifters on Whidbey Island. Um, today we are, I'm sitting here actually with um, a guest, and we are talking about what it is to be a human on an island. I'm just kidding. We're just talking about being human in general. My guest today is Daniel Algeo, and he's going to share a little bit about his life, his life on the island, and um, some fun questions. So welcome to Heart Shifting. And again, you can always find me at the studio would be on Instagram and you can find me at the studio.com. And of course, if you have any um, questions or feedback, my email address is jenniferlovely at mac.com. All right. So here we are. Welcome, Daniel. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Thanks. I'm excited to have you. Yeah. So tell me, what brought you to the island? Well, initially, uh, my first visit here was in 1996 with a job. So I was here um, with the U.S. Navy from 96 to, I guess that was like 2002, and then went away, and, um, and then I came back with the same job. So it was with the Navy. Um, let's see, that was 2006, and then um, retired from them in, <clears throat> let's see, 2008, 2009. So, yeah, it was work. Work is what initially brought me here. Cool. So yeah. you said you went away. Where did you go? I was down in the Southern California area, so um, Coronado Island. So back to another island, oddly enough. My whole uh, military career, actually, was stationed on islands, Alameda in Northern California, Whidbey Island, uh, Coronado Island, then back at Whidbey. And yeah, I mean, I deployed all over the world, but those are like my, my hubs, my, my stations. And, and can we be really honest and say, are yes. they really, are they real islands like Whidbey <laughs> Island? Well, Alameda was man-made and um, I believe a lot of Coronado might have been too. I'd have to look back at that. That's a great question though. And but it would be special, you're right, in, in that. And um, it was a different experience for me on the north side of Whidbey Island than coming down here in 2000, in the end of 2008, to the southern tip of the island. Totally different experience. And um, yeah. Cool. So, what made life. it so different? Such a different experience from your first time? Uh, well, coming to the island the second time, you know, I had shifted. Something was going on with me, um, which I know now was a, a lot of healing. And um, so, I, let's say I came back on in 2006, and one of my very first experiences, I was living up in the Guala Bay area, and um, there was a bunch of cows in a pasture, and... I was driving by to go home and I looked over at him and I always been fascinated with nature and animals. I've always been a lover of them, but this time I looked over to this pasture and seeing a group of cows and it was the most strange thing. They were actually glowing. They actually were looking at me and all of them were glowing. And it's like, I guess you could say what people say they experience is like being able to see people's auras. It's as if I was actually seeing these cows' auras, and um, there was quite the connection. There was like no difference between us, and that was the the feelings and the experience I had. And I knew something was different, and um, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. I mean, I'd spent 
multiple times in my life having some peak experiences, some mystical experiences um, throughout my childhood and early adult, but this was a little different. And um, I knew once again that I was in the right place. I knew um, that some something big was going to happen in my life again. And yeah, so that was that was the difference. I first time I was here, it was very work oriented, family oriented, and I didn't really have a chance to settle into the island and experience it and be with the island. The, the second time was quite different, and um, and from from then till now has been quite um, remarkable. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, so you mentioned that you have family. So mm-hmm. what do you have? What well, kind of family do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Human. <laughs> uh, not cow, but yeah, I guess they are my family. But no, um, So I have directly um, two biological daughters, mm-hmm. Taylor, who's 24, almost 25 here in a couple of months, and Madison, who is um, almost 21 here in um, a few months. So cool yeah i've got a couple older brothers i have a twin also myself so in my family of origin is my my twin peter and then my two older brothers who are twins um chris and matt and um they're two and a half years older they're uh, identical twins my twin and i are fraternal twins and we're all four adopted um so yeah nice yeah cool kind of an interesting yeah definitely interesting yeah. your parents were uh silly they must not mm-hmm. have known what it was to have boys yeah, yeah. at first yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so do your daughters live on the island they don't um so my oldest taylor is over in ellensburg and she's attending central university and she's going to be in her last year here and then Madison, my youngest, is up in the Burlington Mount Vernon area, and she also is attending school. They, they both work and play and just are being academics right now. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so they're close enough to have visits. and. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I love them with all my heart. Oh, of course. Um, so talk to me about how the island speaks to you. Hmm, good question. Um so the island speaks to me through nature, for one, and through the people who, you know, come into my life. And so what do I mean by that? Um, you know, the more present I become, the more I'm really able to sink into the fact that what shows up in my life every day, whether that's a person, um, an animal, a circumstance, um, there's messages there for me and uh that's that's how it has spoke to me for quite a long time and and um yeah do, do any more do you need any more clarification well i'm just kind of curious what <clears throat> what does it tell you uh that i'm here to heal that i came here to heal and um it's done that through some life events and it's done that like i said through the people that come to me and if i'm able to be you know quiet enough and clear enough and present enough um it is my purpose is to just continue you know healing and in that healing other people too so um i'm loved I mean, the, the island is, I'm, I'm here for a reason. I came to this island, and the, the grander scheme that I know now is I came here to heal. I came here to be in an environment where 
It was surrounded by water. It was surrounded by nature. It was able to get me quiet enough and soft enough and 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 full to bear total devastation and chaos and through that um peace and love and um reconnection with my higher self so that's nice that's um, what it tells me it's just i've heard it said that um you either come to the island to heal or to hide mm-hmm. yeah that's what people say for sure yeah i i know for myself i came here for a little bit of both mm-hmm. you know so um does either of those resonate with you besides or did you I guess you weren't hiding if you were in the U.S. Navy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a little bit on the, on the base <laughs> in secret, in yeah. secrecy. But yeah, no, right. No, yeah, I for sure wasn't really hiding. Um, I, I came here to heal. Uh, there was a lot of trauma. You know, like I said, uh, some people know this, but I left my home when I was 15 and a half and went on a path of total self-sabotage. Um you know, for four years, and then and then later went into the military. I dropped out of high school, so left home at 15 and a half, you know, had a ninth grade education, and, and, and then went out in the world unskilled emotionally uh, with no sense of real self, and um, went out and, like a lot of humans, just wounded and projecting and deflecting and um, just doing the best I, I could, and um, I realized through therapy, uh, for the longest time, I thought I run away, had ran away from home, and I was running away from something. But what I truly realized is that I was actually running to something. And part of that was really myself, and part of that was coming, running to this island. It took a lot of years, and... <laughs> But I feel so welcome and so comfortable here, and it, it does feel like home, and I know that I belong here. It hasn't, the island hasn't chewed me up or spit me out. That's the other thing if uh, you haven't heard is you are either here to hide or heal, but if your intention and your attention and your um, way of being isn't in alignment and you're not doing your work, the she will spit you out. And mm. uh, so I, I've been here for quite a long time so i'm in her good graces and i'm happy for that and um i'm humbled by that really nice yeah yeah for sure i can appreciate that yeah um so what is it that you do on the island well if you're speaking towards like work you know um i work for the faa so i work from home right now that's kind of you know that's what i that's what i do i guess you could say but um you know who i am and what i do on the island is i i live and i love and i play and um in that i love to kayak around the island i'm wrapping up a five-year segmented circumnavigation of the island this summer which i'm looking forward to it's one of those things that is a piece of closure for me to part of my healing and also just um part of my recreation and play um i love to hike i find myself in like little places around the island to do some hiking and um what's your favorite place to hike you know what? I love EBs and Double Bluff, but for me, Saratoga Woods is um, a little secluded and um, quiet, and um, I find myself all by my, myself in there. I've got a special little meditation area in there, and um, I can throw a blanket down when it's not pouring. 
And um, yeah, so that's what I do. I live and I love here on the island. And I just, um, as much as I try and can, I just ride the wind here and allow it to just be. And uh, I'm under, under nature's authority, so I, I um, just surrender to it. Nice. Yeah. Do you go in there and talk to the trees? Mm-hmm. Do they talk to you back? Um, sometimes in different ways. I, yeah. I definitely have a ritual before I go into the woods and um, try to make sure that they know that I'm not there to hurt them and that I am open and humbled if they can teach me anything about my true nature. So I, I definitely commune with them. Nice. Yeah. I still... Um, sometimes struggle, you know, having come from Orange County, California. Um, I mean, we had woods and we had parks and of course all of those things, but I still really struggle sometimes going in the woods by myself. So I always feel so much safer with my two pups that I bring Mm -hmm. in with me. And, uh, I'm working on becoming one with the trees. Those, those (laughs) large, massive with the green feet that they have. (laughs) They kind of look like um, my dog Kenya's feet. I call them Grinch feet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they have all this moss coming out in between them. You haven't been attacked by an owl yet, have you? No, <laughs> please. Let's knock on wood yeah, here. Come true. on. Okay. I know, but I do have a friend that has been, and it scared her. They stole mm-hmm. her uh, cap when she was running. Mm. That's kind of scary. They must have wanted it more than she did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyways, so... Um, out of curiosity, mm-hmm. what's your um, what's your favorite? You said your favorite nature spot was Saratoga Woods. Anything else? Oh well, I said Double Bluff and EB's Landing, of course, and Green Bank Farms. But yeah, Saratoga inside of there. I, I don't know. I just I feel like I'm entering a vortex of um, mm, solitude and quietness and peace. And um, I. It's easy for me to slip out of my head and just slip into my heart there. And um, the longer I'm in there, the more it works on me. And, and uh, so that's, that is my favorite spot. What about your, um, your kayaker? So what mm-hmm. is your favorite little spot? Are you going to give away any favorite spots for kayaking? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to keep that secret to yourself? No, you know what? I, I will. The islands, are, uh, like I said, I've almost circumnavigated the entire island, and it's special in in all of its different ways on the east side and the west side, south side, and um. But so far, I would have to say, I love Possession Point. There's a uniqueness about Possession Point with like the flora and the fauna, and um, the character of some of the houses there. Um, that's in Clinton, right? Yeah, it's in that, that yeah. yeah that lower area there, and uh, yeah, I, I brought it's one of my most special experiences um, that happened to me. Like I said, a, a mystical or peak experience happened there. So that's there's something there for me that um, I have to honor, you know, and acknowledge. So yeah, cool. Are yeah. you gonna share that? I can really quick. Yeah. Um, so I was out kayaking and I was probably only about, you know, 50 feet from the shoreline and probably only about 30 minutes into my, my paddle. And so on the right hand side of me was the shoreline with the homes and everything. And I was breathing and paddling and breathing and paddling. And, uh, the next thing I know, I actually started to get enveloped. Like picture like a surfer when they're inside of the tube and the wave starts curling over them and then they're riding inside of the tube. Actually, a white light 
started curling over the top of me in my kayak and I got totally enveloped in it. And I knew it was happening. I was present enough to go, okay, here we go again in my life. Here's something massive and spiritual is happening. And thankfully I was able at that time to surrender to it and be a part of it. And the next thing you know, I was enveloped and I just remember looking at the light and the next thing I know, it was gone. And I had looked towards the shoreline to try to get some sort of semblance of how far I had drifted if, and how much time maybe had passed. But I was actually in the same spot. And um, the funny part is, is when it was over, I felt an immense peace and an immense joy. And I giggled like a child. I remember giggling. And then I remember crying in complete um, joy mm -hmm. and love. And, uh, and once again in my life, I knew I was exactly where I needed to be, doing exactly what I should be doing. And um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Yeah, so I'm great once again, just grateful for her. I could tell that that was um, a moving experience because mm -hmm. um, for the audience, I'm actually sitting here with Daniel and mm. I actually could see goosebumps. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty special. Pretty humbling. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks for asking about that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get to share that too often. Cool. Well, this is a place to share all your deep, dark secrets. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so on a totally different um, mm -hmm. avenue... What do you wish we had on the island that we don't? Mm, that's a great question, too. Uh, let's see. Gosh, we've got so much between the north side and the central and the south side. But you know what I miss? I miss a, a, like a, 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 a wellness center. Um, Excuse me. I own a wellness center. Well, yes, I know <laughs> you do. No, no, I know that in a, in a beautiful I'm just I'm just teasing. Like, movement. Yeah. And all. But I, I wish, um, you know, we used to have a, a, a living green here that, you know, you could go in and, and have supplements or you buy, you know, like smoothies and healthy, you know, vegetarian mm. things. And it was kind of a, like, like that and like its own little vortex. And, um, and that's one of the things where you went and you met people, like-minded people and, and um, transferred mm -hmm. knowledge and wisdom and, and just, uh, I, I really miss that. I miss mm -hmm. a spot like for that mm -hmm. where you could really slow down and people gravitated towards it and um, connection was there. So I really do miss that. And Maybe it could be like a, a bookstore that was just like all spiritual books, you know, and yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> kind cool. of a, kind of a geek like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That place was before my time, but I hear a lot mm. of people talk about it. So yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so what's your favorite sound? Hmm. Uh, I would have to say right now, because that's changed over over my life. Um, I would say the sound that the ocean or any body of water makes when it's hitting, connecting with the shoreline, whether that's the water on little rocks or it rolling across the, the, um, 
the top of the sand. Like mm-hmm. one of my most favorite places is down in Langley at the boy and dog park there where you can sit on the grass and stand there or sit or lay and just close your eyes when it's high enough uh, where the water is meeting it. it it's, it's a language. So that's why it's my favorite sound because it, it resonates with me. It's a specific language. I actually hear it and understand it. And it, like a lot of other things, it works on me. I'm able to um, become it. Um, I think you may know this already, but I'm a meditation instructor. So I'm a meditator and um, things like mantra and sound are huge when you can get inside of them and become them. So I I try to sit there and listen to it and let it heal me and, and get into the sound. And yeah, so I love it. I love the water and the the splashing and the trickling mm-hmm. and the, yeah it's good for me i'm a you know by nature more of a pitta so anything that um is soothing and um softening is as good balancing for me nature the feminine is um it's a good balancing for me nice yeah. nice i can appreciate that um is do you have a favorite place um like on the island that you would that you'd like to frequent Mm, now yeah you know what i love the commons coffee shop that's resonating with me now it's changed over the years you know how it is being an islander things come and go and uh shops start up and close up and um you frequent one place for a while and you frequent another for a while but i the commons seems to be the place that i gravitate to the most and um i like its message i like what it's doing for young humans that are trying to gain skills to go out there in the big world and try to have their own hero's journey and their do their survival dance out there like we all had to do when we were young and are you kidding i feel like we still are <laughs> yeah, or know, i am yeah I me say. too does yeah. it ever stop right? no no <laughs> yeah so i love that it just feels nice i like to go in there with a with a book and yeah nice yeah nice so is there anything else that you want to say about the island I'm so humbled by her. I'm so. Um, it's funny. I think of the island as a, as a, in a female. Like she's just been so, like mothering to me. She really mm-hmm. swept me up and held me in her arms in ways that you know I've never been held. You know, it was like I was had to active actively surrender here. So it was like there was the active part was actually. Um, you know, I was moving towards something, but but the surrendering of allowing things to be as they are. And um, so I just wanted to say that I can totally resonate with yeah, lucky Whippy you. Island being a female as well. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's quite a nurturing. And it also has the ability to, you know, create, sustain, but also destroy if it needs to. It's amazing. Like forms. Snowmageddon or, or, when, <laughs> yeah. when, or when all the power, the entire God, island geez. went out with power this year. That was fun. Yeah, so I am. I'm just really, I'm humbled by her beauty and um, her kindness and um, grateful for the gifts that um, she's given me, internal gifts. I, I'm, of course, grateful for all the external, you know, stuff, but I'm more grateful for the internal gifts that she's given me and uh, supported, provided, and orchestrated um, a tr- total transformation of my insides and uh, like 
like I said, a re a reconnection with a higher self that uh, whew, it's pretty powerful stuff. So I, I um, we're lucky. I, I don't know what I did. And I guess I should just trust and surrender and not question. So it's there's no judgment on it. But I whatever I did, however, I incarnated here and um, got to a place of making whatever choices in my life to eventually bring me here. I'm so grateful for that. And um, I'm in a good place in my life. And this island is the right pace that supports that and the right, you know, noise, lack of noise and um, the right people with the right sort of um, psychological and emotional um, place where they're at, where um, I feel like I'm vibrating and living at exactly where I want to be right now this yes. is yeah so however long like i said she'll have me i'm <laughs> let's try to stay in her good graces <laughs> nice so um as we're wrapping up i have a few um questions what turns you on creativi- creatively mm. you know that's a great question too i i you know spent so much of my life um in the other hemisphere of my brain and didn't have a lot of creativity and I'm revisiting all of that now with another gift from the island and so really for me right now creativity wise that turns me on is um, seeing humans have the uh, strength and courage to be themselves but even more than that the people the humans who are wounded out there and that have the courage and the strength to endure and transform. They're, they're doing their work. So the creative part of it is this. They are doing their work, the real work of going to the scary places and the dark places, facing their shadows, going backwards in time and looking at the family of origin traumas and wounds and uh, reframing that and... and um, healing it through grieving and uh that i think is the um greatest bit of creativity that um i am totally honored to witness in this world is a reconnection of our true nature our our loving self our higher self and um that is a gift if you ever are like personally you know standing and walking with somebody with that so awesome thanks for that that's beautiful so i have two more questions as we wrap up what is your favorite curse word (laughs) only you miss lovely (laughs) um Okay, so I've I've used a few of them over the years, probably as a salty Navy chief. <laughs> um, I guess fuck yes. is my... You say, but you say it with, like, shame. Could oh, you just, like, say... Yes. More of my work. Yes, I will. There you go. This is my takeaway from this is... <laughs> fuck there we go there we go there we go awesome <laughs> feels so good to say that word thank you for that yeah you're welcome <laughs> and if heaven exists what mm. do you want god to say or do when you arrive mm. boy that's a pretty powerful question um 
I mean, if I go to my deepest place and just... Um, it could be funny, too. No, I know that. I know. You know me. I'm... I, 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 I want, I would want her or him or it, whatever manifestation it showed up as, is to say that, um, it's okay to rest. Mm. That it's okay for, for me to take a rest now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been uh, incredible and thoughtful questions and um, thought-provoking questions. So thank mm-hmm. you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And we're both sitting here with some tears in our eyes. <laughs> now we're going to go rest. God says we can rest. <sighs> thanks, Daniel. Thanks for being a part of this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks this, for having me. Yeah. This is wonderful. Yeah. All right, everyone out there in the on the island, I should say, or maybe you're on the mainland. But um, thanks. Thanks for listening. And again, you can find me at the studio, Whidbey.com. And, um, you know, if you know of anybody interested in being a part of this fun human side, human stories of Whidbey Island, reach out. Thanks so much. Bye. <laughs>